Welcome back to the Literary Lounge, where today we are getting lit and talking about a book, specifically The Cruel Prince Prince. by Holly Black. I'm Emily. And I am Paige. And we are sitting here on a Wednesday drinking our signature cocktail for this book, The Fairy Sangria. (laughs) If you want the recipe to the sangria and sip while we chat, then you can find that on our Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. Instagram handle is in the bio. Yeah, so let's just dive right into this book. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, let's start with the beginning. A lot kind of happens in the beginning. Yeah, so it starts out, so three young girls are at their house. There's Jude and Taryn, who are twins. They are seven years old, I think. And then their older sister, Vivian, is nine. And they're all hanging out at their house one night, and the stranger bursts into their home and basically kills their parents and abducts them and takes them to this fairy world. And the reason why he does so is because Vivian, the older sibling, is his real daughter. And so the parents that they were living with were the human parents to Jude and Taryn. Mm -hmm. And then Taryn's, or Vivian's mom was their mom, so they're like half-siblings, but her true dad is Murdoch. Yeah. Takes them away. She definitely started off the book with a bang that hooked me in. Yeah. It was like super nonchalant. Just like the parents are dead and then we're just going to like move on. Crazy way to start a book. So they, these kids are growing up now in the fairy world, which still don't really know what it's called. If it's called fairy or what was the other? Elfheim. Yeah. So just to start off, like. One thing I really did not like about this book is the lack of world building and character building. It was very hard for me to stick to it in the beginning just because, like, I had no idea what she was talking about. Like, with the creatures, with the freaking clothing descriptions, I could not picture anything. And also that she just, like, threw around all these names, like, right in the beginning without any explanation of what they were, like, the places in the world and everything. There's, like, a couple that I think were pretty easy easy to picture, like, imps or pixies or goblins, like, just yeah. because they're in, like, other books or movies that we've seen. So it's kind of easy to, like, just picture something on your own. But there was other things that she threw around, like, names I'd never heard of. And she just would be like, oh, this thing. And then wouldn't tell us what it was. Yeah. And I was reading this book on an airplane. So I was like, oh, I don't have Wi-Fi. I can't Google what the heck this is. But even if I did Google it, I don't know if I'd come across anything anyways. That and like, I didn't want to have to Google everything in this book because there was a lot. (laughs) Yeah. We were texting about it and you were like, if I had to Google everything in this book, I would never finish it. Yeah. It's a lot. These kids are growing up in the fairy world. I, mean, I think it jumps like 10 years. Mm-hmm. The kids go to school. Uh, I don't think Vivian goes, but the two twins go. Mm-hmm. Vivian just kind of does whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't give a fuck. She's got like a girlfriend in the human world. So she's constantly hopping back and forth. She does not listen to Matt Murdock at all. Like she does not care. Mm-hmm. But Jude and Taryn are going to school at night. Night is kind of... When fairies are most active. Yeah. Yeah. So they're humans literally trying to navigate through the night all the time. But I pretty much pictured this whole 
book during the day. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just could not picture it at night. Yeah, you're like, well, you're not going to give me any descriptive terms, so this is going to be what I want it to be yeah. in my head. <laughs> yeah. We get introduced to some new characters, like Cardan. Cardan, I don't know his name. Cardan, Cardan. Prince, the prince. Yeah, the prince. There's a lot of princes. But then he has, like, this group of friends uh, that are just completely cruel to Jude and Taryn. They do not like humans at all. They think humans are inferior and just worthless worms and dirt. Yeah. I think that's how he put it. So the fairies are magical. They have quite the advantage over humans. They're constantly picking on Jude and Taryn. Yeah. And Jude doesn't put up with it. So I think she is just like fueling the fire. Like they just bully her even harder because... She doesn't she, bow down to him like she's everyone She's not else. A, like an easy target, so it's like almost a game to them, I think. But honestly, all the, the royal princes and princesses in this book, there's like six of them that are siblings. They're all kind of nasty. Like, mm-hmm. they have ulterior motives. You don't really know if you can trust any of them or yeah. if you're really like excited about the thought about any of them taking over the throne one day. Mm-hmm. And in this group of friends that Cardin has... He has this one suspicious friend, Mr. Locke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he kind of flirts a little bit with Jude and yeah. like winks at her and it's like giving her sexy eyes. <laughs> she's like, okay, like yeah. she's easily like into it. Mm-hmm. She's kind of naive. I think there's several instances in this book where she just kind of yeah. like goes along with stuff. She's naive and she has like a one track mind to becoming a knight. Like that's yeah. all she wants. And she doesn't really think through things that well, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she is a teenager. This is a young adult book, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go into that thinking it was. But yeah, so there's a lot of instances where she's getting bullied. There's a few times where she almost dies because of this. But we know that she wants to be a knight. Murdoch, her dad, doesn't want her to be. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, wants to compete in this tournament, and Murdoch won't let her, and that's, like, her father figure now because he killed her parents, so she kind of just has to listen to him. Mm-hmm. But she kind of is approached by one of the princes who's in, like, in line to the throne, and he asks her to be a spy, which she's like, well, if I can't be a knight, that's probably the next best thing. Prince and Dane. Yeah, what are your thoughts about Prince Dean? I mean, I didn't personally trust him at this point. Like, we don't know anything about him. And he just shows up at her house and is like, if I make you one of my spies, like, and you agree to do it, I'll grant you this ability to basically deflect any compulsion that any fairies try on her, with Mm -hmm. the exception of himself. So he can still compel her to do certain things but nobody else would be able to so there's other ways that humans can kind of be compelled and that's like through eating the fruit mm-hmm. and that doesn't work against this so she's not safe from that so if she eats the fruit the fairy fruit then she can still be manipulated and yeah she does have like a necklace or something that protects her right at some point like before. that's not from the fruit though i don't think okay i think it's you know, I don't know. Maybe. She was wearing, like, a necklace that, like, Murdoch or somebody had given her. Like, yeah, of, like, these, like, was it, like, berries or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there are, like, ways around it, but this is kind of, like, the best option, I think, for a human is to be granted, like, basically immunity to yeah. any of that. So she's down. Like, she's like, yeah, I'll be your spy. And she's 
thinking like I'm finally gonna find my place in this world Mm -hmm. and she has this love interest Locke like we were saying and so he's friends with Cardin but she's just putting all that aside and she's like into him stays at his house one night like nothing happens but wakes up and literally like his ex-girlfriend's just like hanging out in the kitchen and she's just like okay kind of gives a warning to yeah to her I can't remember what it was she does there was this time like one of the instances where Cardin is like tormenting them while he pushes them in that lake or river whatever it was and there's like these things in there that can like hurt them Mm -hmm. why didn't Locke do anything about that like he just kind of like stood there yeah it's that was weird just sketchy like I don't know how she trusted him so quickly because he's friends with these people that are horrible to her yeah and it came out of the blue like we never see any romance build between the two of them you know you're not rooting for them because there's nothing to root for yeah well also like to get them out of this damn river or lake or whatever they're in uh Taryn comes out he lets Taryn out and she has to like make a deal that like she won't was it like she won't get in the way of or she won't like help jude at all yeah yeah so start so taryn starts to get a little sketchy but now jude is the spy and she goes to she has her first mission to go to prince balkan's palace palace. and she's like searching through there for anything that can be used against him for the throne yeah because prince dane suspects that Prince Belkin is plotting to, to poison him so yeah. then he can take the throne because the thing about this royal family is that they they don't go like in succession like it's not the eldest sibling that will take the throne when the dad moves on it's like whoever he deems most fit most for fit. the position yeah. so like on this mission she's like sneaking around this house and she can lie that's like one of the things that yeah humans are good like they they're good for in the fairy mm-hmm. world because fairies can't lie so she like fakes to be like a maid or something i don't know what she was like a human yeah. servant and she's like looking out through around through the palace and she ends up in cardan's room and she finds this like piece of paper in there that has her name written all over it and there's like splotches on there and i was looking on tiktok and I wonder what these splotches are. Are they ink or are they they wine? Are they a little yuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know. I um, never would have like thought too hard into that. Like people are just sick. Yeah, people do. But anyway, she finds this paper and she's kind of just like, wow, like he really fucking hates me. Like mm-hmm. he's just writing my name down over and over again. Like he really hates me. I kind of thought they could have been tears too. Yeah, like, why like water stains? This is a young adult book. Let's go with that. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Yeah, so she she finds out that there's something to do with poison, and she brings that back to the court of what is it? Shadows. Shadows. The court of shadows. That's like the spy layer, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And she meets all the members of that. Um, and she brings that back. She tells Prince Dane, and that kind of gets pushed to the side for a little while. Yeah, so did we talk about Valyrian and how he tried to kill her and get her to jump off the tower yet? I don't think we did. No, we haven't gotten into that yet. I think that we can we can go into that next. I think that's next. Yeah, aside from like when, so if I backtrack a little bit, when she stays at Locke's house, she finds 
what is it that she finds an acorn a golden acorn a golden acorn in the pocket of Of his deceased mom's dress that she borrows for one evening and it had some kind of piece of paper that said like protect him or something and Mm -hmm. and so she starts to wonder like if Locke's mother has something to do with like all this plotting and scheming for the throne and that protect him is like implied to like protect Locke and like get him away from all this Mm -hmm. after so jumping back ahead after she is done at uh Balkan's palace um Later on, she's kind of cornered by Valerian, and he tries to uh, influence her. What is the... Like, compel her. Yeah, to compel her to jump off this tower. And he finds out that she can't be compelled, because she's like, no, I'm not doing that. And so he gets pissed at that, obviously, and she stabs him. Mm -hmm. And after that, he... well. Prince Dane found out because she kind of revealed that she yeah basically like exposed the fact that she can't be compelled so something like they know that something's like up with her Mm -hmm. so he finds out and he takes her into a room and since he's the only one who can compel her he compels her to grab her knife and put her hand on the table and he wants her to stab her hand but right when she's about to do it, he stops the compulsion and he's waiting for her to do it because he wants her to do it without like as a loyalty, as yeah. proof of loyalty to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has to stab her hand and then that's her punishment. But later on, after that happens, there's like knocking at her window at night or during, I think it's actually like in the morning because it's like opposites like they are awake no, so during yeah. the night we don't whatever. know what time of day anyway is. she's yeah <laughs> she's he's knocking on her door or on her window sorry and he's pretty much coming there to kill her and they fight for a little bit um and she stabs him right in the heart and he's dead he's gone she like literally just rolls him up into a rug shoves him under her bed and she's like i'll deal with you later and like goes to yeah. the crowning ceremony like nothing happened and they have maids like how was that not like uh, she has that like little um like imp like tatter fell or whatever yeah that like helps her mm-hmm. like brushes her hair and styles her hair. i'm like that'd be kind of nice yeah right that'd be <laughs> awesome she shoves him under there and she has to go to the ceremony. Oh, also, you know how, like, they were picking out dresses? What did you think when she got, like, the most beautiful dress? Oh. Do you remember that? I yeah. definitely thought that she was... Because, like, Taryn kept saying that she was going to get proposed to during the ceremony. Yeah. And we had we still don't know the guy. And yeah. when uh, Jude got, like, the most beautiful dress, I was like, is she actually getting being the one getting proposed to? Like, I, 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 like, had an idea that she was the one that was going to end up getting proposed to. And, like, Taryn, like, just didn't know. Because I remember Taryn was like, oh, wow, like, that dress is pretty. Are you sure yeah. that's yours? Right. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts about that? Mm, that's a good point. I, yeah. Well, yeah, I kind of wondered if, like, somebody sent it for her. Yeah. And I think at this point, too, they're fighting, right? Like, they've, she's found out that, like... Locke and Taryn are no it wasn't at that point it was no because they still didn't know who was proposing oh but yeah. she knew that Taryn was gonna get 
engaged. Per- yes. Yeah. She knew she was going to get engaged. She just didn't know, know to who. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought that was something interesting. But anyway, they put the dresses on. They go to the crowning ceremony. Mm-hmm. And this is where shit goes down. So, basically, all of the siblings of the royal family die except for <laughs> Bale just jump right into it yeah You're dead <laughs> i mean it was like a, a riot like there was chaos like basically yeah. jude sees her entire family except murdoch escape like she knows that something's up mm-hmm. and prince Balkin basically starts killing like his siblings um and then it's actually murdoch who kills prince dane but it's just all kind of happening so fast and she also finds out that Locke is the guy I, we didn't see him propose i don't think but like she find like they're taryn and Locke were by each other and they were kind of getting touchy-feely and she yeah. kind of realizes like mm-hmm. damn my sister <laughs> yeah so prince balkin like as they suspected is ty- trying to take the throne He's looking for Prince Cardin because he has to have somebody with royal blood crown him um, to be the next heir. And so Prince Cardin's off drunk like they don't know where he <laughs> went. Um, Jude finds him, though, and steals him away. And he- her and the Court of Shadows basically hide him yeah. in their lair. And they have to kind of come up with a plan because they don't want Balkan to be the king. He's not a good man they found uh jude found him like abusing cardin like whipping him or hitting him i can't remember what it was but uh yeah he's he's not good he's just gonna bring terror to the world like they're not really sure where they stand at this point but they do know for a fact that they don't want prince balekin to be in charge this whole time too so like thinking back to like the the acorn and the message that was in that um some of jude's spy duties she had to like shoot this fairy but it was actually i think like a human disguised as one or something like that and they find out it's murdoch's fairy so like this whole book i was kind of having like like ori is it oriana Mm -hmm. the stepmom yeah she was sketchy to me like i thought she was like behind like killing Locke's mom the whole time or she had something to do with it because she was also wasn't she also the king or dane's wife at one point as well like she she was a consort or something to the king oh okay yeah yeah so i definitely i thought she had something to do with it but we find out like murdoch has this plan for the that's going to help their whole family and we find out who that acorn really was talking about which was oak their little brother yeah which the whole time we thought was murdoch and oriana's child but was actually prince dane and then Locke's mother's yeah child that's Locke's brother yeah so they've been actually protecting him this whole time because prince dane didn't want any more competition for the throne so it's basically like planning to kill any sort of child Mm -hmm. should he have one he murdoch has this plan that he wants oak on the throne but he'll be the regent the king's regent right Mm -hmm. king regent Mm -hmm. regent king regent and he will pretty much rule and so i think he just kind of wanted to be king well he like only wants bloodshed it's not gonna be good if murdoch is king or the king's regent um and no one really wants oak to like grow up in that 
kind of environment like yeah jude really wants him to like have a normal childhood so she comes up with her own plot do you want to get into that <laughs> <laughs> so she basically schemes that and she gets cardin involved and then the court of shadows and she actually convinces them that Murdoch will be king regent and Oak will go away and learn from Vivian and her girlfriend in the human world. Um, so Cardin's on board and the Court of Shadows help her kind of come up with this plan where when Prince Balekin is like trying to get Cardin to crown him, really they're going to crown Oak. But she basically tricks everybody and teaches yeah. Oak to crown Cardin. She says something along the lines of, okay, like, remember what we practiced? And then he, like, sticks the crown on Cardin's head. That was crazy. I was not expecting that twist. Before that happened, what did you think was going to happen? Like, did you think, like, her plan was going to follow through? Or did you have suspicions of something else? No, I, I thought their plan would follow through. Yeah. Um, There was no reason to think that it wouldn't, like... Did you think anything else was going to happen? Like, if Murdoch was going to, like, kill them or anything? Yeah, I was kind of worried that, like, Prince Balkin would get crowned anyways, like, their plan would fail. But yeah. I never thought that she would throw an additional twist in I to their plan. Either. And I don't know if we mentioned this, too, about Prince Cardin's, like, true feelings for her. Like, oh, she yeah. learns this Well, she, fu- she learns that, like, soon or, like, not yeah. long ago when well, they were In the process planning. of them, like, planning yeah. this scheme, he basically, like, tells her that he has feelings for her and he well, thinks about her all the time because she asked him about her name yeah she was like why do you hate found. me so much yeah like why did you write my name over and over again mm-hmm. pretty much just said like because i can't stop thinking about you and the so, kiss yeah they have a, a little steamy kiss yeah yeah so she tricks everyone she actually she also had like a 1v1 against murdoch which was a little surprising what did you think of murdoch the whole story um it was kind of tough to decide whether he would go in the villain category or like more of an anti-hero because like he's a murderer like he killed their parents and then he's like killing the prince and princesses or plotting to but then he treats them like a lot better than i thought growing up like I thought it was going to be like a Cinderella story where like they come back to this fairy world and they're like just wiping the crap off everybody's feet like I just didn't think that they would grow up and have this like nice childhood really the only bad thing that he truly did was murder the parents which is the worst thing you could ever do yeah like murder aside he's like not that bad He definitely raised them as their own, and I think he def- he really favored Jude, and he I think he really did want the best for her. But yeah, just in that end, I was kind of surprised that they kind of started fighting each other. Kind of proved that maybe he's really not all for family. He just really wants the power. Right. And this whole time in the book, I'm like, dang, like he must, he might really want like what's best for Jude and her siblings. But yeah, wasn't looking good for him on that part. But yeah, so Cardan is Cardan is the king, and mm-hmm. they send Oak away to the human world to talk or to live with Vivian and kind of turn him like make sure he turns out good. And then when he's ready, he's gonna come back and rule. Yeah, it's the plan. Um, I think we also forgot to mention too. Jude has like this; she can 
compel Cardan. Yeah, she has. They made a deal, and she has like control over him for a full year, which like basically means that she's in, gonna be in charge mm-hmm. for a full year because yeah. she can tell him to do whatever she wants. For sure. I think we kind of like what are. I think we kind of like discussed like the differences between humans and fairies. But is there anything that like we missed? I know that humans somewhere in the book someone said I think it might have been Oriana I cannot remember but that humans are pretty much like vital to the population the fairy population because fairies have such a hard time like having kids that Mm -hmm. they have kids with humans yeah fairies live a lot longer than humans too I I don't know how long they live but it sounded like humans were basically like they were saying how humans just live and die right away yeah definitely um what about jude's other family members like are there any of uh, other ones that are like good to her well vivian obviously she's like like a badass yeah Yeah. um i feel like she can be trusted for sure and then taryn was just giving me like sketch vibes the entire time (laughs) yeah i was like what kind of sister like just does this and on top of that your twin sister yeah i don't know she she was a wimp the whole book she just made Jude do everything, stand up for her, take, like, the wrath of all the the other teenagers. But, yeah, I mean, obviously Oak, too. He's just a little kid. He's great to her. I thought Oriana was – I was sketched out from her about, in like, in the beginning, but she ended up being pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think she really – she was hard on them, but I think she really just wanted what was best. Which is what I thought Maddoc, Mur- Murdoch, I always call him Maddoch, which is what I thought Murdoch wanted, but. I think she was just kind of trying to put up a front, yeah. you know, like she's trying to protect Oak. And so she, if she has to play like the prissy stepmom to do so, like she's going to do it. Are there any other characters that you were like skeptical of throughout the story? Well, Locke for sure. Oh, 100%. Like, we kind of covered Weird that enough. already, but like he just kind of came out of nowhere. And I didn't think for one minute that they were going to last. At any point, did you think Cardan might actually be good? Um, I kind of questioned it. I didn't think that he was going to be the real problem. Like, I had, I was very skeptical of, like, Prince Dane also. Just that he, like, showed up on Jude's doorstep and, like, wanted yeah. help. It's like, he's got an ulterior motive for sure. Yeah, definitely. No, I'd, I'd probably say about the same. Um, I think I already kind of covered, like, I thought I was skeptical of Oriana. Yeah, and Locke as well. Do you think, like, there was any lessons that were learned by Jude, like, throughout her well, journey through this we'll one? S- I think we'll see, like, in the next book if she actually learned anything. But she was very naive this entire story. Like, was mm-hmm. just feeding into everybody that wanted something from her. Yeah. And so... I think there's a lesson to be learned for, like, young adults that and teenagers that read this book that, like, you need to get to know people a little bit, I think, before you put trust in them. Exactly. And yes. so TBD on if she learns that lesson. I think I, I think she will. We'll see. Who did you think was the cruel prince? I mean, that's the title of the book. Who is it? There's so many princes. I don't know. I, I mean, I think in the beginning I was like, oh, Prince Cardin for sure. Yeah. But then Dane was sketched. Balkin was terrible like it could have been any of them I think at the end of the day but I think the author's point was to make you think that it wasn't super obvious who it was I agree with that I think yeah like at the end it's Cardan Mm -hmm. um I mean they're all cruel but 
I think he he is supposed to be the cruel prince. He had definitely like the most significant part in the book of all the princes. So the next one's called the Wicked King. Who do you think that that is? I I don't think it'll be him. I mean, I think we've gotten to know him enough now where he can be trusted. We'll see though. Maybe he'll lash out because he just really doesn't want the role. Um, I worry that this book's like gonna fast forward and it, it's like oak. I hope not. I it could be. I just have a hard time thinking that it is because. I mean, he's growing up in the human world, but not saying that humans are freaking angels, but (laughs) I don't know. Like, he's with Vivian, and Vivian's great, but yeah, I guess we will see. What's your overall review for this? Um, I liked it. I mean, it, like, lacked serious world building, like you said, Um, but I, I think in all, it didn't bother me too much. I mean, I couldn't put this book down. Like, I was curious to know what was going to happen the entire time. Um, but I think I'd give it like a three and a half out of five. Like it was pretty good, okay. but like it, it needed more descriptive terms for sure. I think I, I'd give it about a three out of five. I was hooked on the beginning and then kind of got slow a little bit for me. And then about halfway through it started to pick up again for me. Um, I was having a little more interest in it. So yeah, I'd give it three out of five. I think the lack of the world building and the character building and descriptions, it just, that really was probably why it's knocked down so far for me. Mm-hmm. I do like fantasy and I do like reading about Faye, but it was very hard for me to picture it throughout the book. And I'm sure others have different opinions on that. But after reading Akatar, Court of Thorns and Roses, that. Sarah J. Mass is very, very good at world building. Yeah, and we've been spoiled by her. Yeah. So, And I read those, like, not long ago. That's kind of what I have to compare it yeah, to. Yeah, it's hard and not to play, like, the comparison game with those. Yeah. Is there anything that you have read recently that you want to give a shout-out to? or? Um, Right now, so, actually, for, like, the last year, I've been powering through the Throne of Glass series, which is also by Sarah J. Mass. Um, they're, like, her young adult novels. So I read like Throne or Akatar and like Crescent City like a few years ago. I've been reading those. Um, loved them, like was obsessed. And I was kind of putting off like Throne of Glass just because it's young adult and I was like worried it would kind of be like this book, like just not have enough like spice for me, you know? I like the spice. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um but actually they're they're spicier than these books for sure. Or oh, spicier good. than the Cruel Prince. I'll have to um, give them a try they're good so but they're very big books there's eight of them so I've been kind of like reading one and then I'll like read other books and then pick up another one so I'm on like the seventh of the eight books right now and it's like a a story about a side character so it actually like deviates from like the main plot um and the sixth book like leaves you on a cliffhanger so I'm like reading this next book like just trying to like I gotta get through it because I want to know like what's going on with like the main story yeah um but it's good though I really like it. I recommend that series for sure. Yeah, I'm going to have to get into that. I am. I'm currently reading uh, Court of Silver Flames, mm-hmm. the last uh, book in the Akatar series, and it's been, it's been a little hard for me to get through it, but yeah, um, I think that's only because I don't like Nesta. I'm, I'm probably not even 50 pages, p- 50 pages in yet, but... I'm just going to have to power through it. I'm sure it will change for me. I'm obsessed with those books. I literally read the first four within a week, even mm-hmm. even if it was that. <laughs> yeah. I could not put them down. But yeah, I think 
that is probably pretty much it if you want to continue this chat go check out our youtube uh, this video will be posted leave comments underneath subscribe to our channel next week we will be diving into local woman missing by mary kubica i think (laughs) that was that's my guess i don't know okay yeah so uh join us next wednesday for more book chats thanks for joining yeah see you next time bye guys bye